baseball, hockey, and soccer knowledge you could ever need. This is The Water Break on 88.9 The Bridge. Hello and welcome into The Water Break, the best sports show on 88.9 The Bridge. Every Friday at 3 p.m., we break down what all of the sports world's front page news really means. I'm McLean and I'm sitting down with Will and our guest, Matthew who is an important part of the leadership, a core member of this radio station, and somebody we're thrilled to be sitting down with. Hello. Thank you guys so much for having me on today. I'm excited to talk sports. Of course. Of course. All right, Will, let's say we get things started with our five in, our four in four, excuse me, bringing you news of four sports in four minutes. Will. Oh, yeah. So uh, in hockey... The, we have college NCAA playoffs, uh, which is certainly not quite the uh, spectacle that March Madness is, but it's still pretty cool. It's called the Frozen Four, and uh, you get the four best teams in the nation compete all in Boston this year. And first round of games, Michigan-Denver, Minnesota State, M- Minnesota. Uh, Michigan, unfortunately, dropped their game in overtime 3-2 to Denver, uh, while Mankato went on to win 4-1 over Minnesota despite uh, going down early. So uh, we're, we're going to see Minnesota State uh, against Denver, which is not really the matchup I was hoping for. I'm a big Michigan guy. So, yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. Still good hockey, and a lot of those guys we're going to see in the NHL next year. Um, moving on to the NHL, Seattle not doing well. Not really much to say over there. Playoffs are out of the picture, obviously. Um, but looking at playoffs, the Canucks got a couple of wins recently. Uh, which means they do have a bit of an outside chance to make the playoffs this year. I'm not saying it's certain, uh, but if they can keep this up, I could definitely see it happening. But the problem is there are not many games left, and they need some teams to lose. That's all for hockey. We'll go on to McLean for baseball. Yeah, baseball. It was a big day for Mariners fans earlier today. They announced that they'd locked up shortstop J.P. Crawford to a five-year, $51 million extension. Uh, the team stayed committed to Crawford this offseason, despite the class of free agent shortstops being historically good, which shows that they really like him. The Mariners uh, traded for Crawford to kickstart their rebuild, and they have not looked back. Crawford has been a great member of the Mariners and somebody I'm really glad to have. The team right now is still playing. They're up 2-1 to one in the top of seven in Minnesota. Uh, Robbie Ray uh, still in the game, and he's... Uh, He's been dealing. He's allowed one run on just four hits, struck out five guys, uh, four walks, excuse me, three hits, four walks, and five strikeouts. Robbie Ray has been so far great in one start. Around the league, 
The reigning World Series champion Braves dropped their first game to a Reds team that was obviously tanking, and the Padres blew a game in hilarious fashion. Uh, They dropped game number one after their starter no-hit the Diamondbacks through six innings, was pulled from the game, and the bullpen couldn't hold the game behind him. He left up 2-0, and behind him, they allowed Diamondbacks designated hitter Seth Beer to do this. Seth Beer! Padres wound up dropping that game in hilarious fashion. Now over to Will for some basketball. Yeah, big basketball news. The super stacked Lakers eliminated by the Phoenix Suns, who have clinched the conference. But this is pretty significant for LeBron and the Lakers, as they have probably one of the best teams on paper, yet they they are finishing 11th as it appears right now in the Western Conference. Uh, This is really not a good step for him, especially in terms of his legacy. And you got to wonder what kind of moves they're going to make in the offseason. Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, even LeBron himself staying in L.A. are all kind of questions that will have to be considered. And if LeBron were were wanting to get out of there, where would he go? Uh, That's really interesting. Also, uh, as this MVP race heats up as the NBA season gets closer to the end, uh, I've I've heard a lot of Embiid things, and I think he's definitely up at the front. uh, Very, very solid player. But I also think there are guys like... um, Booker and Curry and all that stuff. I've been seeing a lot of guard guard kind of stuff with how they they don't get quite the recognition. Um, but really, I don't know. Not a huge basketball fan, so we'll kind of see how that moves. Anyways, we'll go on to football. Football, yes. The big news, uh, the big event of the news cycle these last couple of weeks has been Brian Flores's discrimination suit against the NFL, and a couple of big names joined on his side this week. One-and-done Arizona Cardinals head coach Steve Wilkes, who uh, won three games in his only season, joined the fight, as did longtime assistant Ray Horton, who said that he was given some of the sham interviews that Flores was claimed to have gotten. Uh, Ray Horton was passed up for a head coaching job a lot of times, and in his camp is former Tennessee Titans head coach Mike Malarkey. Uh, Malarkey said that he was offered the Titans job before Tennessee interviewed any minority candidates, which experts are calling a smoking gun against the NFL. That's huge. That's huge if it's true. Uh, The NFL should be looking to reform their hiring system in major ways this offseason. That's it for our 5-in-5. That is it. uh, We're going to go for a quick break. You can listen to Cigarette Daydreams by Cage the Elephant, and we will be right back on the water break. Hello and welcome back into the water break, the best sports show on 88.9 The Bridge. I'm McLean sitting down with Will and with Matthew, and we're going to play some Jeopardy! today i'm really excited to get jeopardy going uh we played this last week and it was a lot of fun uh you you guys know the rules right yes sir for the most part just in case i'll explain them so in jeopardy there's five categories up here uh and uh every category has a question with a certain number of points we play a zero-sum jeopardy so you can't lose points no guessing penalty just throw out guesses and it'll be fun um we're going to play 
uh, we're going to have Matthew and Will competing in this one. And our categories are baseball holidays, field and screen, somewhere university, where I'll say the alumni of a university and you have to say where the college is, central time, and nicknames Nick in quotation marks. So every correct answer, going to have Nick. Fun. Anyway, um, Matthew, you're the guest. Do you want to get us started? Yeah. You know what? I can you describe what uh, field and screen is? Uh, this is uh, baseball players who've featured or uh, athletes who've featured on the big screen movies. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Field and screen for 200. For two. Okay. 13 years as the Steelers quarterback helped him prepare for roles in Hooper, Cannonball Run, and Failure to Launch. Nobody? Am I am I allowed to go? Yeah, go for it. You can you just guess at any time. Ooh. You can steal. You know, I want to say, but no, I don't think I'm right. Repeat the question, please. 13 years as the Steelers quarterback helped him prepare for roles in Hooper, Cannonball Run, and Failure to Launch. Who is Ben Roethlisberger? No, sorry. Oh. No, I know it's not right. He's been there for longer than 13 he has been there for longer than 13. Oh, Will, I, I honestly up? couldn't tell you who the We're looking for Terry Bradshaw. Oh, I should, yeah, I should know that. All right, uh, Matthew, you still got control of the board. All right, I'll do Summer University for one. Okay, Justin Verlander, Taylor Heineke, Zach Paschal, and the poet Maya Angelou. Um, Taylor Heineke? Yeah, you know where Taylor Heineke went. Uh, I think I made him too hard this week. You might have. Come on, you can get this. Ole Miss? No. Good guess, though. Uh, let's go Louisville. Old Dominion. We were looking for Old, Old Dominion. Dominion. Old Dominion. Some of these schools are pretty obscure. I'll, yeah. I'll warn you. All right. Matthew, still control of the board. I still do? Okay. Uh, let's do baseball holidays for two. Baseball holidays for two. Every April 15th, at the request of Seattle's own Ken Griffey Jr., this celebrates the anniversary of the color barrier being broken in our national pastime. Wait, what are we looking for here? The, the name of the holiday. The name of the holiday? It's Ken Griffey Jr. Day? No, not Ken Griffey Jr. Day. Uh, Good guess, though. Wait, Matthew it was... Is this, so this holiday was formed at the request of Ken Griffey Jr.? Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. made it official. Oh. He uh, wrote a letter to the commissioner of baseball at the time. Okay. Uh, Is it... Can I go Jackie again? Robinson Day? Jackie Robinson Day no, is correct. That's what I was going to say. Oh. Congratulations. Matthew, two points and Will, none. Matthew, well still control of the board. All right. You know, I'm feeling I'm feeling hot in baseball holidays. Let's do baseball holidays for one. Baseball holidays for one. It happened yesterday. Oh, uh, the, and we'll uh, be opening opener, day. Opener. All right, Matthew goes what? first. Yeah. All, All right. right. That's ridiculous. Still control of the board, Matthew. What do you want? Uh, can you talk about Central Time? What is that? Central Time. That's the answers will have something to do with Central Time Zone. Okay. Interesting. Weird. I wonder what this could be. <laughs> I'll do it. Central Time for one. Central Time for one. The first NFL dome in the Central Time Zone has seen a lot of winning and a lot of losing. What? Are, where is it? Oh. Central. Um... I'm going to say the – do I have to name the stadium? 
Uh, yeah, the name of the stadium or the city. Either will be acceptable. Uh, Dallas. No. Okay. Hmm. Central. Uh, Can I go again? Go ahead. Soldier Field. No, not a dome. Oh, it's, okay. I it's didn't a dome. Hear that that's part. your big. That's the big hint. If you missed that, that's the big hint. Oh, the Superdome. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right, Will with one point getting on the board. All right, Will. What's next? Give me baseball holidays for four. Baseball holidays for four. 2020 was the first one of these without MLB baseball in 140 years. Uh, what is it? I, I hate to be obvious here. What is a season? Is the, no, like they not a season. Oh, did like did they have a season? A full season, I guess. They did play a season in 2020, okay. not a full season though. First one without these wild card. No, uh, there were a lot of wild cards. We were looking for Memorial Day, the first Memorial oh, Day without oh. baseball. Interesting. All right, Will, still control the board. What do you want? Uh, we might as well finish off baseball holidays. Finish so off let's go baseball for three. holiday. All right. Traditionally, in the middle of July, this period contains the only two days on the calendar when none of the big four American pro sports are played. Uh, Independence Day? What no, is Independence not Day? Independence okay. Day. It's like July 26th, right? No, not July 26th. Uh, we're looking for the All-Star break. Oh. When baseball goes on vacation, That's there's true, no sports. all the other sports are Oh. Out. All right. Will, you still got control of the board. You know what? Let's go nicknames for one. Nicknames for one. Wait, uh, when's women's hockey? When's women's hockey? The, well, they, they... Not a big four pro sport. Yeah, I see I where can, you're coming. Oh, well, okay. okay. And okay. also not four in the pro. middle of the summer. It's at the same time as uh, college hockey. All right. Currently a Chicago Bear, this Nick caught the most famous touchdown in Philadelphia history. Well, Nick Foles. Nick Foles is correct. <laughs> Score now three to two in Matthew's favor. All right, let's go back to nicknames. I like back that. Back to nicknames. All right, how much? Uh, two. Two. His brother is one of the only remaining Chargers from the San Diego days. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is correct. Jeez. I'm gonna roll with these. I like these Nick guys. All it right. works pretty well for me. Will, what's next? I hate, I hate to say it, but Nick for three. Nick for oh, three. Going from Detroit to Cincinnati to Philadelphia, this bat-first slugger's career might forever be defined by a mishap in the broadcast booth during one of his at-bats. Ooh. What? Oh, oh, I know this. Oh, Nick, Nick Castellanos? <laughs> Castellanos. Cast- I, I know I butchered You're that. looking for Castellanos, and that is correct. I'll give it to you. Oh, you don't even want to know why I know that. Wait, no, everyone knows exactly. So... Explain the story to me. Nick Castellanos, okay, so Nick Castellanos is currently a Philadelphia Philly. During the 2020 season, he was a Cincinnati Red. He played left field for the Reds. Um, When Nick Castellanos was in the broadcast booth, one of the broadcasters made a mistake earlier, said some unerrable language on the air, was in the middle of apologizing for it, cut himself off to call a uh, a, a home run hit by Castellanos, <laughs> and that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. He was, like, in the middle of apologizing, like, my, my deep regret to my bosses at Fox, the guy's named Tom Brennan, by the way, if you're ever uh, losing a trivia game worse than now. Uh, the guy's named Tom Brennan. He cut himself off halfway through an apology to say, and there's a deep drive to left off the bat of Castellanos. That'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. That's his quote. I, I hope he was fired. <laughs> he was. Okay. He was. He has never called another baseball game. Okay. For good reason. Anyway, they should let me call Reds games. I'd I, do a better job. I, I want to add on to that. I don't know we're trying not to distract here, but uh, <laughs> I, I believe there was another call where they were uh, trying to do a memorial for someone that had passed 
and Nick Castellanos also hit a home run during that, and that's why it sticks in my head because it's like a thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> anything bad, whatever Nick Castellanos hit a home run, it's always something bad happens. All right, Willie, right. you still got control of the board. What Give me do you nicknames want? for four. Nicknames for yeah. four. This Canucks and Penguins playoff hero Ooh. has returned to San Jose after getting two rings in Pittsburgh. Uh, no, oh. nothing about hockey. I should know. I know. I need to know this. It'll be embarrassing if I don't know it. Uh, return to San Jose. Four, three, two, one. We were looking for Nick Bonino. Oh, yeah. See, I should have gotten that. Yeah. No, that's embarrassing. I thought so. All right, Will, what do you want? Um, you know, we'll go somewhere university for three. Somewhere university for three. Cooper Cup. Oh, Eastern Washington. Easy. Let's go. That's all. Yeah. Washington Ten to boy. three lead for Will. All right. Will, what do you want? Uh, somewhere university for two. Somewhere for two. We're looking for Tony Romo, Jimmy Garoppolo, Randy Myers, Tim Bogar, Ryan Pace, Sean Payton, and Mike Shanahan. Ohio State? No, not the <laughs> Ohio State University. Good guess, though. Uh, I should know that, but I don't. So let's go Tennessee. Tennessee. No, we're looking for Eastern Illinois. Yeah, Eastern that was my second Illinois. guess. All right, Will. Uh, let's go field and screen for one. Field and screen for one. Portrayed by the late Chaswick, Chadwick Bozeman in 42. Jackie Robinson. Jackie oh, Robinson is yeah. correct. Well done. I should have had that. All right, Matthew, next category, or next clue. All right, let's do uh, Central Time 3. Central Time for 3. The most recent Super Bowl winners from the Central Time Zone. They're also the Time Zone's most recent losers. The Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs is correct. I'll give that one to Matthew. I think he got oh, it first. Thank you. Ridiculous. <laughs> All right. All right, well, let's do field and screen for four field and screen for four this falcon turned longtime packer starred in there's something about mary in 1998 ben stiller no <laughs> sorry brett Favre. Brett Favre it was brett Favre. Correct. i knew there you go that's a big four all right just a couple of clues left all right Will, what do you got uh somewhere university for four somewhere university for four john krakauer ken burns and elliot smith Ken Burns? The documentary. The documentary guy. That's the one. Oh. Um, let's go Berkeley. No. Okay. I guess. Worth a shot. Mm, you said who? Ken Burns? Ken Burns, John Kakauer, the guy who wrote Into the Wild, and Elliot Smith. Elliot Smith. All right. Uh, let's just go uh, Georgia. Georgia. Now we're looking for Hampshire University. Hampshire. There's a reason that was the four point clue. I have never been farther off. Of, like, <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> you, were, you were close. No, I was not. All right, Will, you still got control of the board. All right, let's go field and screen for three. Field and screen for three. Space Jam. Oh, Michael Jordan. Oh, Michael wait, Jordan LeBron. What? No, 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 no. If what I had said LeBron? Space Jam 2, I would have uh, mentioned Space enough. Jam Okay, two. that's fair. That's fair. All right, the score now 10 to 14 in Will's favor. Oh, man. There are two clues left. He Matthew can catch Will if he gets both of them. Okay. Matthew, what's next? Oh, all right. Uh, let's do Let's do four. Central time for four. This famously covers the outfield wall at Chicago's Wrigley Field. The Green Monster. No, that's Fenway. No. What is Ooh, it? Uh... Oh, I, I just, I answered too quickly. The you know green what? Mo- this is intense. Let's get, let's get, let's get intense. Let's see. It's, it's the wall, right? 
you said it's the wall at, at Wrigley Field. At Wrigley Field, yes. Okay. Chicago. And that helps. Fa- yeah, yeah. Let's see the famous wall. Let's do the. You said the green monster. What about the green wall? No, it's not called the green wall. We were looking for ivy. Uh, there's ivy on the wall in Wrigley Field. If you look up a photo of it, there's greenery in the outfield. You were on the right track with green. Wow. Um, but no, unfortunately, that's not correct. And the last clue, uh, Central Time. This playoff bubble team shares a name with a New York squad that hasn't been anywhere near the playoffs in over a decade. Knicks. No. Jets? Jets is Jets. correct. The Winnipeg Jets, I assume. Winnipeg about, Jets yeah. is correct. All right, there we go. At least All I got right. one hockey one. I don't feel too bad about myself. So Will finishes this one off with a final score of 16 to 10. Will, do you want to make a speech? Do you want to make a speech? I know yeah, I, speech. I will make a speech, actually. I'm really proud. Oh, I got off the music. I like the old speech music so much I'm more. I'm sorry. I, do you want me to get the old speech music? No, it's fine. I, okay. I want to I wanna commemorate uh, people that did put in the old speech music, though. I think that was a really good decision <laughs> by the team. Uh, but otherwise, I'd like to thank my parents for helping me get here, uh, for putting, putting food on the plate every day, driving me to practice uh, when I was younger. That really helped me grow up. And, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be here without them. So I just want to shout out you guys. Uh, you know, shout out my bro. Uh, he's been there. Not really helps me. He doesn't really help me, but uh, he's there, you know. So I love him. That's that's about it. Thank you, McLean, for giving me all those easy questions. Of course. I would like course. to apologize to my fans, everyone who believed in me. I'm sorry I let you down. <laughs> um, I promise next year we'll be back stronger, we'll be back better, and we're just going to keep working hard. Um, you know, we're going to win this one next year. I promise, guys. Next year you're coming back onto the water break? Next year. <laughs> maybe right, maybe awesome. next week. I'm feeling it. Matthew uh, Sports Championship 2023. Um, yes, sir. All right, all right. Well, thank you, Matthew, for coming to hang out. It's It's been a real pleasure. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys for having me. Of course, of course. All right, we're going to let Matthew get going. We will be right back on the water break. Stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge. Welcome back into the water break. I'm McLean sitting down. With Will, unfortunately, Matthew couldn't finish out the show with us. He had some more important stuff to attend to. But we are here, and we're going to talk to you very quickly about an update on the Seattle Mariners. If you're not watching the game right now, uh, I can only assume you don't know how an AM dial works. Um, but the Mariners are up 2-1 to one over the Twins at the end of the eighth inning. The Twins will have their last ups soon. Paul Seawald came in to relieve... Uh, Robbie Ray in the eighth through a scoreless outing, and Robbie Ray ended his first Mariners outing. Seven innings pitched, three hits, one run, four walks, and he sat down five. A great outing from Robbie Ray. Auspicious, good things to come. The Mariners uh, are currently up to bat in the ninth, and it will be huge to see what they can do here. Stay tuned for further updates. But in the interim, we'll, we're going to talk about uh, an off-season preview of the Kraken and how they address the goaltender position. What do you think they do? All right. Personally, I I think they're in a bit of a pickle because they got in two guys. They were supposed to, you know, they were supposed to have one of the best goaltending duos in the league mm-hmm. coming into the season, and I think they have the worst really? of like the last fifteen years. Yeah, so it's bad. Um, I think Dredger's fine. I think Dredger can stay as a backup. The, having a a not so great backup is not the end of the world. The problem is Grubauer. We're paying that guy good money to to play like a backup, and that's hurting us so badly. So 
unless he can show some serious changes over the offseason, which I highly doubt at this stage in his career, I think we have to look to either a trade or free agency just to get someone serviceable in there. Uh, that'll give us a solid, you know, 60 games where we can also sprinkle in Dredger for a couple. And I, I don't think that guy's Grubauer, especially with some of the talent we're bringing in for the next year. I think a winning season isn't out of the question if we can get a decent goaltender. The problem is we're paying Grubauer a lot. No one, who's, no one's going to want to trade for an expensive bad goalie. Like it's, it's, uh, it's not good. So as far as that goes, there is a chance that they just keep him on the team. Um, and that I think that would kind of suck. I don't know what you think about it, but uh, th- that's kind of where we are right now. It's a tough spot. Personally, I, I think they're tied to Gru for, uh, you know, come hell or high water. I think that's one of the guys you just got to let his contract ride out. There's They really don't have another option to get out of him. I suggested uh, earlier something in a previous show, something similar to what the NFL's Cleveland Browns did with uh, Brock Osweiler, Uh, you know, a sort of salary dump trade. Um, But that's honestly not realistic for a team not anywhere close to contending, and they don't have an absurd amount of money. Like, they're paying him a lot for a goalie, but they can win with a contract like that on the books. Yeah, and the thing is, a lot of their really good star players are going to be on rookie contracts, especially Matty Beniers, whoever they pick up with a top three pick in this next draft. They're not going to be paying those guys big bucks uh, for another couple of years. So riding out Dredger until they can get those guys and start paying their big guys some real money isn't going to be too much of a problem when it comes to that. And by then, I hope our team will be in more of a spot where we're ready to contend. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I, I think that... Uh, the free agent market has some starting caliber players. Mark Andre Fleury, uh, Danny K- Darcy Kemper, uh, and Jack Campbell, especially Jack Campbell. There's a guy whose game I love. Um, there's some starting options in the free agent market, but I think that the Kraken's dollars are best spent elsewhere. You know, maybe generating some more reliable uh, offensive talent. Uh, maybe an upgrade at the center position without Giordano. Um, there's a lot of things on the Kraken's wish list this off season, and I think goalie is actually relatively far down. Maybe, maybe they could draft at the position, throw a couple of flyers on some developmental guys, but even that is sort of unlikely. I'm thinking if the Kraken do up, upgrade the goalie position, the off season following 2023 would be the time to do that. I, I agree, and we do have a lot of picks, and and you got to remember, goalies, you can take a goalie in the 6th or 7th round, and goalie prospects are different, as in, it's a lot more uncertain, so taking a goalie in the 1st versus taking a goalie in the 6th, obviously, yeah, there's a big difference, there's a lot of picks in between there, um, but the, the potential for where they could end up is not quite the same as players, and I think it's a little bit more iffy with goalies, that's why goalies aren't always taken so high up in drafts. Uh, with players, you usually know a little bit more about what you're getting. Uh, but with goalies, it also depends on the league they play in. There's a lot of different factors that go into goalies that the players don't quite see. And I think with the Kraken, getting a lot of young players, but also I think drafting some goalies wouldn't hurt us. Drafting, do you think they should bring in multiple goalies, maybe host an open camp competition next offseason? That is a very smart play. I think the Kraken would uh, be right to do that. Yeah. And then in terms of where the team stands with just players next year, uh, we've given away, I don't want to say everyone, but we've given away a lot. And we're definitely going to need to make some moves in free agency. 
uh, just in terms of I think we need better defense, even though our defense was probably one of our stronger parts. And we need more scoring power. That's Definitely. like flat out. You, you can all you got to do is glance at the stats to see the Kraken just don't score much, um, and it's certainly a problem. We got to buy some offense. So We're, yeah, the goaltending is not good enough to you know steal wins with a bad offense. No, and that's the problem. The Kraken have hit. Uh, they'll be giving up you know maybe four goals, five goals in a game, which for a lot of teams like for the the Maple Leafs or the Lightning, really not a problem when you have some of the the best offenses and just teams in general in the league uh, but for the Kraken the, they're lucky to put up a couple goals in a night and I think that's pretty consistent for them and yeah either they need a, a, a shutdown goalie which I don't think they're gonna get right out, out the bat with free agency or with um, Grubauer or even in the draft but I do think they can find something eventually if they are gonna get a goalie uh, Flurry is the best guy on the market Behind him, though, the pickings are pretty slim. I, I, I sang the praises of Jack Campbell a bit earlier. He's a guy who's in limited action performed very well, but not exactly the guy you want to tie your franchise to. Not the guy that you want to say, you need to throw a shutout every night or else we're going to lose. Yeah, and I would also be scared of taking goalies from really good teams. Uh, like I wouldn't say Flair's been on an amazing team because the Blackhawks have been pretty terrible this year. <laughs> Um, but now he's he's on the wild, so that's certainly a lot better. Uh, but with guys like Grubauer, you know, he's playing on the Colorado Avalanche, the best team in the league, uh, just in terms of their players. And yeah, that's why Gru- that's why we thought Grubauer was so good. And a lot of that's just the shot volume and the sl- shot selection that he gets. Nowhere near the same as goalies like Thatcher Demko, Igor Shesterkin, uh, Soro. I, I don't know how to say his name. Got it. Uh, the guy on the Islanders. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Not not, I'm not even going to make an effort at it. <laughs> You're all right. You're all right. Um, yeah, no, there's a difference between asking a goalie to carry a team and anchor a team versus contribute to a team. And we saw that this season in Grubauer. He's the guy who can contribute to winning hockey, but he can't create it by himself. Exactly. And he's also just not consistent enough for the, Canuck, or for the Kraken, who yeah. aren't a very flashy team. They'll score a pretty consistent fairly low number of goals definitely so yeah all right uh the mariners by the way for those still following here uh two outs in our half of the ninth uh it looks like the uh onus will be on whoever the mariners have up in the bullpen to close out this win for us uh this could be intense i'm actually going to hop off the air gonna take a quick break so that we can go watch it um, thank you for listening to the water break on 88.9 The Bridge. I'm thrilled to be hanging out with you always. Um, and stay tuned on 88.9 The Bridge for more music and conversation that spans generations. Hi there. 